We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Lucky Lefty is on CFB Nation, presented by Twisted T. Left. Don't forget that, man. They're not going to Left. Left. I appreciate you saying that to the team and getting their minds right. Wasn't North Carolina State ready for us? Yeah. The heck we talking about Duke is going to be ready. Hey, you know the game about the walk in there and beat the crap out of Duke. Yeah, we ain't playing. What are we talking home? about, man? Stop hyping these dudes up, man. North Carolina State is a better defense, man. Clemson ran for two hundred yards. If and Notre Dame, two hundred. If Notre Dame shows up, they're going to dog walk Duke. Yeah, Duke don't got enough depth. Regardless, it. it might be a tough first half. Notre Dame is going to dog walk Duke, and nobody should be impressed by it. That's what you do. What we've been saying all year, treating Tennessee State like they should be treated, treating Navy like they should be treated. Show us that you're elevated as a program. Do things that show us that the program is different. Coming off this game and and treating Duke like they should be treated does nothing but confirm, okay, things are better. That's it. That's all it does. Doesn't change any narrative about the program. Okay, Marcus Freeman has changed the mindset. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. 
That's indeed.com slash blue wire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well being and proper recovery for top notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Duke is, Duke is not about Duke. They're not good enough for it to be about them. The Duke game is about Notre Dame. That's right. If Notre Dame shows up and plays, if Notre Dame plays B-level football next Saturday, they will smash Duke. Like, what are we talking about, man? It, dude, what is this like? Would this be the 30th straight win? Against the ACC team, you said the what win? I think that I think the streak is, is will be at thirty straight against the ACC. If I'm not, it maybe it's in the twenties for sure. Maybe it's like twenty eight, twenty nine. I'm not worried about no damn dude. I'm gonna just keep it real. Hey, bro, look, dude, worried about us. That's how I feel about it. This dude just said I'm underestimating Duke. I haven't watched him. I watched Clemson run for 200 yards against Duke on the ground and turn the ball over three times in the red zone. What are you talking about? Maybe you need to go watch Duke's defense. I've watched Duke. Please tell me what's so impressive about Duke. They gave up 200 yards on the ground against Clemson. The only good team they played. Once again, they gave up 200 yards on the ground. And you're worried about Duke's defense? Please. Please, right? The heck out of here. Clemson gave in the game, and all of a sudden we're supposed to be scared of Duke. Don't tell me that I haven't watched them play. Did you watch them play against Clemson? Because obviously you watched something. I don't know what you watched. They watched the, the media hype. They watched the media hype and like, oh, yeah, that's that's it. Duke's it. Duke's got the chance to upset us, man. I'm telling you. So once again, 
either you're comparing Notre Dame to Clemson, which is dumb, or you have no sense when you look at Notre Dame has rushed for 176 against Ohio State's front seven and 197 against North Carolina State's front seven, which are both better than Duke's front seven. And you think the Duke front seven defensively is about to be a problem? Man, come on, man. We're not what, Duke. What are, what are we talking about? We're not Duke. And we also just said that one of the strengths of Marcus Freeman is that no matter what happens emotionally, he gets his team prepared to play. So what's your point? You go ahead and be scared of Duke. Waste your time this week. Waste your emotions. I'm not what I'm not wasting my emotions with Duke football. I'm not. Duke football. Sitting up there thinking about Duke football. The heck out of here. You definitely in trouble, man, that's for sure. Bruh, did you just compare Jimbo Fisher and Texas A&M to App State? I mean, to Notre Dame? Man, stop. Hey, y'all, y'all got to stop. You talking about the team allowing this to turn into another loss? Well, this fan base, boy, good gracious. We worried, we're really worried about Duke right now? Dude. Whoosh. I'm telling you, Left. that loss is demoralizing, man. That loss is demoralizing. What's your grade for the quarterback, man? So we can get out of here, dude. This non-applicable. He, he just... Left me wanting too much more, man. Honestly, I don't know if that's his fault, the callers, but zero points in the first half, fifth year. And you're a fifth year, six year guy, just unacceptable. Mm -hmm. Fifth year, six year guy, we depending on you for this specifically. Specifically depending on you for this. And you go out there and lay an egg in the first half. Gotta give you a C. Damn near a C minus. No, I'll do a C just because you played well enough to give us the lead to put the ball in the defensive hands to win the game. But that first half performance was just too overwhelming for me so i'll give you a c sam running backs running backs i give a b plus i can't give a because we lost but running backs give a b plus because without them i mean hell what would we doing then <laughs> and we did yeah. effectively wear on them to the point where they didn't want to tackle us they dragging we dragging them and then when we got into the end zone
I mean, that was just some hard running, man. Aldrich, shout out Aldrich, Jeremiah Love, those running backs did their job. They did their job. So I give them a B plus. Offensive line. I give them a B plus. I love the fact that, okay, they was a good, tough battle. You lost some. But if we were to, for whatever reason, get the ball back, I think our offensive line would have gave us a chance to get something down the field to win. But, you know, it goes back to, is it the play calling or what it was that didn't allow us to score in the first half? I'm just not going to blame the offensive line because I thought that we did a lot of good things in the first half where, yeah, we may not have scored, but we went to the red zone. We wasn't behind the chains a lot. It was a lot of short distance stuff. It wasn't like they had us in third and forever. So the offensive line has a lot of credit because I do believe that they may have lost some, but we won majority of our battles up front. I'll save the coordinator. Let's go to the other side, defensive line. Ineffective, I give them a non-compete. They didn't do anything that affected the game like it should have. I thought it was very neutral of a, uh, I just thought it was very neutral of an effort. It wasn't necessarily bad, but it wasn't good either. It was just kind of there. Didn't really, you know, love to see it. Uh-huh. But, you know, we don't have the, the impact X factor at D-line right now. So a lot of that is like, I, I could have, I should have known it's just tough, man. I, I give them a non-compete. They didn't, they didn't affect the game like they should have, or they, they didn't even look like they were there some of the game in the crucial moments. So that's what I'm going with. Let's go to the secondary. Cam and Benji played well. Cam and Benji played well, but man, they was picking on our guys in the slot. Man, wait a minute. <sighs> Who, who said, wait a minute, going back to the Navy game, who said teams are picking on our nickel? <laughs> going back to the Navy, I was like, Navy literally was picking on our nickel backs. I said that with Navy. Yeah, you did. You did. They was picking on us. And whenever Ohio State needed a play, they went straight over there. To, to run and go routes on our on our slot players. And we saw where the talent was at. We didn't have the talent. They obviously had a top 10 receiver, which is, you know, granted. And that's where matchups make, you know, matchups makes fights. And we did not match up well in that slot on downs that we needed to convert. They made a couple good plays. We made a couple good plays with the plays they made put him in good position. I mean, J.D. Bertrand's pass interference was just so egregious, but he had to because he was getting beat. <laughs> he had to have a crazy pass interference because Travion Henderson embarrassed him on that. And that's credit to Ohio State because teams did that last year. Get J.D. Bertrand, Tao out the box, and run a go route. Football one-on-one. Oh, boy. 
the linebackers, bro. I'll be fair. I'll give him a C. I'll give him a C. Mm. I'll give him a C. This should be fun. Offensive coordinator, Jared Parker. Uh, what the hell? If that's a grade, what, you know, or what the hell is the grade? Because what the hell, Jared Parker? At first, you was cooking so much, we thought you had some recipes stashed in Grandma's cookbook. Mm. You was on, you was on fire. But you can't go from averaging forty-seven to having zero in the first half. That's we ain't hire you for that. I like how second half you opened it up a little bit more, and we was able to put ourselves in positions to win. So I can't. Dog you totally, Jared Parker. I can't. Because when we last left the field, we were winning the game. So I got to give you a B, but I would have liked for you to do what you did second half, first half, and it wouldn't have been close. Yeah. technically, no matter what, we left the field on offense the last time winning the game. So, you know, that means a lot, and I'll give you a B for that. Defensive coordinator, Al Gold. A D, because you just. Dang, you gave him a D? D, man. For damn. A D for damn. Too many mistakes in that last drive. It's just a D for damn because I don't know. Oh, what, man. I don't know what the hell that was in the last when it counted. I just don't know. I just don't know. That's ironic at the most crucial time in the 2022 matchup. He goes double safety fire from 20 yards away and in the most crucial time in this matchup he goes zone <laughs> with the safeties in the end zone it oh man it mm-hmm. We don't give a grade out to the head coach normally. <laughs> Man said normally. But uh here's a question for you, Lev. For Al Golden. If they won 14 to 10, what would have been your grade for Al Golden, Lev? See, that's funny you say that. That's funny you say that because and I, can I can I tell people what I was saying next to you? That's so funny you say that, man. Because the, <laughs> the whole time when Ohio State got the ball back, I kept telling left, 
Al Golden's about to do something dumb. Yeah. I was I was just waiting on it. Yeah, like you, like you just knew it was coming at some Al Golden's about to do something dumb. Here it comes. I was waiting for it left. I, I knew it was about to be part of the story. But that's how fast it can change though. Seriously. That's how fast it can change from an A to an F. Because it was all good just a week ago. <laughs> Man. <laughs> and and right when you didn't need it. You sank. You tanked. It's like when you it's like when you take a test, multiple choice, you killing it. But it's only 20% of the grade. You get to that written portion and you bomb it, that's 50% of the grade. Facts. Crazy. I mean, the D is is tough. That's that D is tough. That D is tough. Um, but you have to for the program changing potential victory. We have to be hard graders. We have to be. Mm-hmm. And. You was riding on a nice solid B, B minus, but you tank quick, man. You your written portion, you didn't you didn't provide enough thesis. You didn't write no complete paragraphs. Multiple choice, you killed it. You know that's why you got the twenty. You know, put your name on there. That's five percent. You're right there. <laughs> you know. But when it came down to the fifty. Oh, man. Mm. Not acceptable. It's just not. So, man, I, uh... <laughs> man, these fans are laughable. That's, that's sitting up here worried about this guy. We worried about Duke. We've already lost the season, though. <laughs> Marvin Bell says he's gonna have to make an appointment. Rob M, thanks for listening, man. At some point, players have to make plays too. There is no way to play design when Morrison Blitz was to have no one field to cover behind him. That was forty yards plus on third down. Hey, everybody falls under this umbrella everybody but i guarantee you this you, you're talking about what you would say left if the notre dame captains whenever they decide to speak to the rest of the squad if they aren't saying all right fellas let that one go let's go smash duke it's a problem if they don't have the expectation to smash dude it's a problem it's a problem i i guarantee you i can't guarantee it but if i hear marcus freeman say this week oh this is going to be a tough fourth quarter game Notre dame's in trouble absolutely big trouble 
Anything else before we get out of here left? I got to prepare to watch the cat Pat Mahomes put us closer to that number one pick. Wait, huh? What are you talking about? Yeah, the Bears and the Chiefs play at three. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, the boy, hey, Justin Fields said he coming to win, and he not, he not liking that whole media trying to divide him versus the team. What's up with that, Chicago media? Left. <laughs> you know darn well the Bears have no chance in hell. Hey, Justin Fields likes to likes to say, hold my beer on that. Justin Fields like, hold my beer, Sean Davis, two mics. <laughs> well, yeah, hopefully that game is better than this. Sorry. This, this is this is this is where the fan base needs it. the fan base. Y'all, y'all gotta elevate your mindsets. Okay. Because I guarantee you, if Alabama with Jalen Milrow was was had Duke on the schedule, Alabama fans wouldn't be saying, "Man, we got to watch out for Duke." Absolutely not. If Georgia fans had Duke on the schedule, I guarantee you they wouldn't be saying, "We got to watch out for Duke." If USC fans had Duke on the schedule, I guarantee you they wouldn't be saying, "We got to watch out for Duke." Y'all need to do a lot better. You just watch your team battle Ohio State to the last second, and y'all sitting here talking about Duke is going to be ready for us. The heck does that mean? Like, what the heck? What the heck does that mean? I I got a list of NBA teams that were waiting for the Chicago Bulls and Michael Jordan in the finals. A list of teams? They were ready. Oh, they were ready for the Bulls, left. Just ready for them. The heck out of here, man. If Notre Dame and Duke are in a nail-biter, it's because Notre Dame is playing a C-level game. And that has zero to do with Duke. That'll be on, that will be on Notre Dame. Yeah, oh, yeah, it has nothing like Duke. So your bigger issue is not Duke. Your issue is you don't trust Notre Dame. Because if Notre Dame goes into Duke and plays a B or A level game, Duke has no chance against Notre Dame. None. Let's stop talking None. about it before it becomes an actual an actual And thing. yes, I think Notre Dame has beaten USC plenty of times in the last decade. What are you talking about? If we worry about Duke, we already lost. How about that? Cats were excited to go face Caleb Williams in USC last year with Drew Pine. But all of a sudden, we're supposed to be scared of Duke. All right, man. What was the worst loss? Notre Dame, Ohio State, my point is, Colorado? My point is when you're an elite team. My point really wasn't about the team. My point was about the fan base. Facts. Thank you. That's why I went over my man's head. My point wasn't even about the teams. about the fan base. Alabama's fan base is not going to be worried about Duke. Georgia's fan base is not about to sit up here and hype up Duke. Wouldn't even talk about them. USC's fan base is not about to hype up Duke. 
Notre Dame has beaten 28 straight ACC teams. And you want to sit up here and hype up Duke. Get the heck out of here. Duke is more worried about us than we're worried about them. I was talking about you. Wasn't talking about the team. That's why I said the fan base wouldn't be worried. Said Didn't say anything about the team. The point was the fan base. That's right. Incredible, dude. Just incredible. Sitting up here, where fans actually worried about Duke. <laughs> that might be more embarrassing than the way Notre Dame lost. Straight up, I mean, just hype, dude. Who has Duke beaten, bro? Who? That's my point. Either you believe. Notre Dame, because all the people in the chat is like, yeah, even though we lost, it feels different. Right? Isn't that what everybody's been saying that they left? Yeah. Even though we lost yesterday, it feels different. I'm encouraged. We can still run the table. We can still be 11-1. and one. But, oh, man, we really got to watch out for Duke. We need to be better. You gotta, man, you gotta be so much better. You gotta be better. And once again, if you think, if you think the game against Duke is going to be close, you don't have faith in Notre Dame. Right. It, says, it says absolutely nothing about Duke. So yeah, stop, hiding, about stop hiding behind the fact that you think Duke is such a great team. The truth of the matter is, you don't really trust Notre Dame. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. That's what it is. You don't trust Notre Dame. Because the question is, is Duke a bet as good of a team as Notre Dame? No. So, <laughs> no. therefore, if Notre Dame plays their game, there's nothing Duke can do to stop them. Nothing. They don't have the depth. They don't have the talent. So, what can they do to stop them? What? Yeah. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. My man just brought up the Duke secondary. Their front seven is bad. They can't stop the run. What have you been watching? What does Notre Dame do and want to do? Run the ball. You bringing up some secondary. No, Chad Parker and Marcus Freeman don't give a darn about Duke secondary. Stop this run. Stop the run. If we Stop just this ran run. all over, if we just ran all over. Wait a minute. Guess who else had a great secondary? North Carolina State. What did Notre Dame say to them? Stop this run. What are we talking about? Do you even watch how football games go? 
You can understand matchups. You keep talking about what Duke has. What does Notre Dame have? Because you do know Duke has to watch film and say, oh, snap. Notre Dame has this. So what does what does Duke have to worry about? Because you make it seem like Notre Dame has a litany, a list of stuff to worry about. And Duke has nothing to worry about. Duke is just like a top five team getting ready to host Notre Dame. We're sitting up here fretting over a Duke matchup. If that's the case, this program hasn't taken a step forward. They haven't. I don't know what the early point spread is on that. Notre Dame is a seven and a half point favorite. Which means if the game was on a neutral field, Notre Dame would be a double digit favorite. Just think about that, Left. Notre Dame is a seven and a half point favorite on the road. On the road. Home team gets a field goal. Which means if it was a neutral site game with the great Duke Blue Devils, the great Duke Blue Devils, Vegas would have Notre Dame as a 10 and a half point favorite. I'm worried. If Notre Dame had won yesterday, how many fans would have been worried about Duke? Do you think oh man, they would have been like, man, Duke is you about to eat their lunch. Oh man, that's 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 why I laugh. But if that's Notre the... Dame, if Notre Dame had finished that game off yesterday, man, people would have been in the chat like, oh, we're about to run roughshod over Duke. But that's the same as what we would have said about Al Golden if we didn't give up that two-minute drive. Oh, we held the, one of the best offenses in the country to 10. Marvin Harrison Jr. didn't do much. We doubled him all day, and they had no answer for us. But it's just that most crucial part of the game. You gave it up. You gave it up. So like it changed the whole grade. A fan that's been watching Notre Dame. Maybe you spent too much time watching you. A fan that's been watching Notre Dame and watch them play and compete and handle things with say with confidence marcus freeman is going to have his team ready come saturday and they're going to take care of business another 40 point victory i'm assuming yeah. Let me ask you a question. Love. Did you uh did you text with Coach Alfred and let him know that we proved that the running back room in Notre Dame is better? I you know, after that loss, I haven't, you know. Okay. I left it alone. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man, I tell you what, though. After that game, I had to. I told Left, I said, get me out of here as soon as possible, bro. That's right. You just want to get out. You don't even the whole atmosphere, out. I was like, man, just get me back to Chicago. Like this, 
I said I have to sleep it off. I, I can't do it. I can't do it. And I'm glad I was able to sleep it off because I was able to think clearly. So I was able to make salient points. You know, it was some tough points that I knew. Some people, especially concerning Marcus Freeman, you know, I did not say I didn't support them, no longer love them. I'm just saying, hey, there's some, there's some things, there's some things to think about. Hey. Dude, you keep digging a bigger hole. First, you first you missed the point about the fan bases. So I already knew that one went over your head. You keep missing the point. You bring up Marshall and Stanford. He lost to Marshall and then had to go face Drake May and that potent North Carolina offense on the road. What did they do with Drew Pine without a starting quarterback? What did Notre Dame do to North Carolina? An ACC opponent. That was better than Duke last year and this year. What did they do at Chapel Hill? Did they barely win, Malik? <laughs> or did they, go, did, did they go into Chapel Hill against a top two NFL draft pick at quarterback and beat the dog crap out of North Carolina? Exactly. Is that what they did? With Drew Pine back there. When they lost to Stanford, how did they how did they respond? How did they that. respond? Yeah, because remember they had a dangerous game at Syracuse. Remember that? After the loss to Stanford, close loss. How did they respond? See the dude obviously. He he just loves he just loves Duke because they had Syracuse and Clemson two games that people said Notre Dame would lose. They went to Syracuse and did what to Syracuse? Was it a close game or did they beat the crap out of Syracuse? Pick six first play of the game. Okay, okay, <laughs> and, then, and then they came back home with another game that people said they were going to lose. And what did they do to Clemson that was undefeated? They gave them what they asked for. So, since your point is that Ohio State was a close emotional loss, you need to go check Marcus Freeman's track record when he has those type of losses and how Notre Dame plays the next week. Go check his history. And maybe you'll stop your foolishness. Maybe you stop your foolishness. I don't know what else to say. Seriously. You're worried about, so your point is, the fact that you just brought up, see, now you're lying. I just caught you in your lie. I just caught you in your lie. Because you said all your thoughts were about Duke. And I told you, no, stop lying. You don't love Duke that much. You're just worried about Notre Dame. And the fact that you just brought up a tough emotional loss to Ohio State 
lets me know that you have concerns about your team and not Duke, which is what I told you. I read through the crap. You keep trying to hype up Duke. Your concern ain't Duke. You know darn well Duke ain't that good. And you know darn well Duke is not on Notre Dame's level. And like you said, if Duke, if we beat Ohio State yesterday and they didn't score that last touchdown, we beat them 14 to 10, you wouldn't say Absolutely. that. Absolutely. You wouldn't be concerned. You wouldn't be worried. You'd be like, man, we about to just do them dirty. Ohio State, lucky we didn't beat them by more. That's what you would have said. The fact you just brought up, oh, well, they lost a close emotional game to Ohio State. What does that have to do with anything if Duke is Duke? Duke is Duke. They don't have Duke enough Duke. to even. They if Duke is that type of team, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You don't have faith in Notre Dame coming off this Ohio State game. Just say it. Just say it's it. cool. You might not be alone. Some people might say, you know what, man, I kind of worry about them and how they're going to recover from this game, too. I know every time we hear about some tough ACC team over the last two years, see, Marshall ain't in the ACC. Stanford ain't in the ACC. For whatever reason, every time we hear about some tough ACC opponent, Notre Dame ends up kicking their butt. Every time. Every time. What, Duke? Is Duke better than Clemson was last year? Is Duke better than North Carolina was last year? Is Duke even better than North Carolina State? Like, what makes Duke so special? Exactly. Please let me know. Let me know. Left. About to go watch this number one pick. Hello? I'm trying to get to this uh, Jets-Patriots game so I can get on it. Is the... Uh, how's your boy doing? Who? Kyle Wilson. Kyle Wilson, yeah. the quarterback for the Jets. Oh, Zach Wilson, Trash. Zach Wilson. I'm sorry, Zach Wilson. Oh man, he's uh being Zach Wilson. It's it's ten to fifteen. Jets got the ball to win, so we're gonna see what happens. All right, all right. No, my man said we're gonna watch the game together. No, we're not. No, we're not. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't tweet during games. I don't. I need to get away from people like you. I need positive energy around. <laughs> I can't be around people like you, man. We got it out. I'm not an Italian beef fan. Lilo Galante. I just never been. My dad is a huge, he does the combo, Italian beef, Italian sausage. Mm. With extra juice. 
Oh yeah, Ryan Day is a goofy. You said that already left, right? Yeah, we didn't put him on the barbecue cooker a long time ago. Your boy Dan Lanning is uh man, what he said was cute and funny. I do have to admit that. Yeah, he ain't playing for clicks, I guess. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean I, I have no problem. I have no problem with what he said, dude. But you know what's ironic about what he said and then what he went out there and did? What? He knows what it feels like. Cause that's how he felt when Kirby stomped him fifty-six to nothing a year ago. Oh yeah, in the opening game. Yeah, yeah see, cats cats have short memories. Cats have short memories. Cats want to talk. They want to act like Dan Dan Lanning is standing up for all of us. Dan Lanning just took the same type of whooping just a year ago. I mean, whooping. And he had athletes. He had a better roster than Prime. And Kirby let up on him. That's the crazy thing. Could have been a 60-point effort. Man, Kirby hit the brakes like, man, I don't want to really mess y'all season up this embarrass him like this. <laughs> oh, man. You know, so, dude, it is what it is, bro. It is what it is. I'm glad they did what they did. I know one thing, though. Somebody yesterday was trying to act like Bo Nix was a top five pick all of a sudden. I was like, all right, now, here we go. Here we go. You know, here we go. That Bo Nix yeah. train. Is Dabo slipping? I don't think Dabo is slipping. I think Dabo is very uh, stubborn. I think he refuses to evolve. If somehow, some way, he thinks that he can just recruit and develop and win the way college football was six years ago. I, I think Dabo's still a really good coach. I'm just stuck uh, in the past. Say it again. He's just stuck in the past. Yeah, you know. Once again, he doesn't have generational quarterbacks to cover the other ills. It is what it is. I'm talking to the parent of a noted that this just goes to show you if we have Ohio State fans in the chat. I'm talking to a parent literally right now of an Ohio State player. He basically said both coaches were suspect, both head coaches yesterday. And he basically said that the players saved Ryan Day yesterday. 
He said after he made that call on fourth down, they were in Columbus on radio talking about firing him on Monday before things happened at the end of the game. Whoa, Joe Papa, wait, Blake Rupi just missed the field goal to win? For who? The Saints. The Saints. Oh, they're playing, uh, uh, the, oh, the Packers. That's a good game. They were getting smoked at first. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Blake Groupie must have saw his, his counterpart last week and yesterday and was like, yeah, let me repeat that performance. Wow, Bernie. Uh, Bernie, uh, what has Dion ever lost at? You seem to have a personal problem with Deion Sanders. And I hope it's not because of uh like he's a he's a loser. I I I can't think of one thing Deion Sanders has lost that in life. I can't. Maybe you can. See, this is the problem in life when people don't like people because of their personality or things they say right. or the way they think. Yeah, we did talk about Spencer Schrader. I mean, I don't know what it takes to find a, a decent. Uh... Oh, he said Ryan Day is a loser. Oh, heck yeah. Yeah, he's he's corny. We don't. Yeah, what's your boy name? Justin Yoon. I could take advantage. Does Justin Yoon yeah. have some little brothers? Justin Yoon, I was the last of the, of, the, of the dying breed right there, man. Just stone cold killer with the foot. Stone cold. Justin Yoon gonna knock it down. He even had the classic, ooh, you know, man. you, yeah, yeah, yeah. Man. man, we need him back. Justin, you in that deal. And he out of Chicago. And my dog out of Chicago. You. You should have never told me that, left. <laughs> that I did not know. Oh, I yeah. just learned something. I did not know the last great place kicker for Notre Dame was out of Chicago. Yep. And all boy, let me leader. tell you, boy. Let all me tell you. scoring leader. Woo! Before that, it was this kid named Nick Setter. He's out of Chicago, too. That was pretty hmm. good as a place kicker for Notre Dame. I'm just saying, bro. Okay. I'm just saying. I don't know where Craig Hendrick was from. But I'm just saying. Chicago has that for you if you need. Okay. They got the point the point makers. Hey, I'm just saying, boy. You know what I'm saying? I hear it. I'm just saying. You know? I'm just saying. That's all I'm saying. You know? We give you point guards, place kickers, wide receivers, offensive linemen, defensive linemen. Chicago will give you what you need now. Mm. We'll give you what you, well, we don't have too many defensive backs now. 
I'll be honest about that. Not too many defensive backs. Uh, quarterbacks, uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, our track record is like Tommy Reese, J.J. McCarthy, you know, it's not too good. It's not like Ohio and Pennsylvania. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I know what you're saying when you say that. Yeah, it, track record for quarterbacks in Illinois is uh, it's a little iffy. But hey, great show today. Tomorrow we'll hear from Marcus Freeman. We'll hear from the players post game. We'll let this one go, and then uh, and then we'll start looking to the prime time tough matchup with the Duke Blue Devils in Durham on Saturday night. That's right. Should be a barn burner. I'll let Left answer this one. Left, how would L- Andy Lugwig have handled the last offensive drive? <laughs> with great stewardship. <laughs> nicely done with the stewardship. I like that. That's that was right. nicely done. Nicely done. Yeah, and Notre Dame fans, people hit me on Twitter with this, talking about Lou Holtz gave Ohio State bulletin board material. Come on, man. Be better. If they weren't motivated already, and they needed Lou Holtz, 86-year-old self. That tells you everything you need to know about the motivational speech, uh, speeches of Ryan Day. Yeah. If his motivational speech had uh, Lou Holtz in it, in that whole everybody against Ohio. Get your goofy self out of here. Left. Hit me up later on, bro. Absolutely. Find a good little lunch spot or something right now. I told you last night to go to the Moxie. The oh, okay. The Moxie? Man. They got one in Nashville too. The Moxie. The okay. Moxie though. Yep. Hit up the Moxie. For love for Sean Davis. We'll see you guys tomorrow for another edition of the Late Lefty Podcast. Spin it different. <laughs>